This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. All right, welcome back to Scamp Life Podcast. Uh, today we are part two part, of part our dose. social. <laughs> Duh. Social Duh. distance activities. You know, let's just jump into it. Chris, how yep. about you start? Then we'll go Kelly and then me. So my first, well, my whatever number one, because technically we're on part two. Number one. Yeah. Is and we talk about this a lot here on the podcast, but it's super cool and more people need to do it. But it's mystery trails. Woo. And doing mystery trails is easy to do social distancing. Uh no one Kurt and I have talked about this a little bit because part of a mystery trail is you get to a spot where you kind of stop and you answer some questions. And so one of the things is you'd really either have to kind of tell the kids like, Hey, don't shout out the answer because you know, there's, if you got 10 kids, there's kids like 48 feet behind you that are following along and they don't want to get the answer ahead of time, but uh, go back and listen to our, our podcast on mystery trails talks all about it. It's excellent. Great idea. Um, Kurt even has a whole mystery trail workshop what do you workshop yeah Yeah, like a course or workshop i go through the whole process of putting together a mystery trail and uh, i'll have a link to that in the show notes or you can go to scamp-life.com to check that out all right so for my first six whatever we're number on um (laughs) i (laughs) i have simon says type games so one that i think of is it's really hard to explain via audio without like my hands flailing right now but if (laughs) if you were to say when you go right the person has to step to their left when you stay when you put your hand and go down for right or left i'm confusing myself now (laughs) oh man i'm lost (laughs) Yeah, you're lost already. So I got so lost yeah. left so and right, the opposite though. I mean, that's of whatever <laughs> you do. So right hand is left, left hand is right. If you put your hand up high, they have to squat down. And if you put your hand down low, they have to jump up. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And I've done it with 100 plus people. And it just, it gets crazy. But you can spread out really nicely and have uh, just a lot of fun with it. Any type of Simon Says type game, though. That's like playing. Have you ever played Head It, Catch It? So you yes. take a ball, you, everybody's in a circle and you point basically at one person and you say, head it. And if you say head it, they are supposed to catch it. Mm-hmm. If you say catch it, then they head it and you toss the ball to them. Uh, so it's always the opposite. Of course, that's not one of the things here because, <laughs> anyways, but that's what it reminds me of. Do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. Do the opposite. Mine is minute to win it games. I think minute to win it games are awesome. Love them. You can definitely social distance because one or two people could be going at a time and everybody else is staying back. And my preferred format for minute to win it games at camp is head to head. So instead of saying you have 60 seconds to accomplish this, you have two teams or three teams or four teams or whatever, but they're going head to head and they're all doing it at the same time. Whoever finishes first wins. And then the next person comes up to do the next game or that same game. So minute to win it games are great. You can find all kinds of them on YouTube. Yep. I'm going to say there's a bunch of the, oh, they had a name. I can't think what they're called. The 
where the computer lady comes on and kind of tells you the instructions right, right. all on YouTube. I mean, they're all there. So just download those and face make the a whole cookie. Thing. Yeah. My next one is human foosball. And uh, I actually learned this game when I was at the Boy Scout camp. They have a actual human foosball court set up at the camp. It's perfect. Already there, ready to go. If you don't have that, we have done here at Camp Good News, we use string with fun noodles on them. And then you put knots in the string every so often so the fun noodle can't go past that knot. Uh, but with human foosball, I mean, you're all the players are separated. They're at least three to four feet apart. And then your your line is kind of separated about three to four feet from another line. And you can have this whole little game of foosball where the campers have to hold the fun noodle to move back and forth, but they only have their little kind of area. So you kind of have to move as a team back and forth and things like that. So yeah, easy one. And, and there's uh, there's instructions and in, uh, different oh images and yeah. stuff like that online that you can search them online i use... my portables book has i mean i talk about it in there too in my okay. portableness book and we we have a, a like a stationary human foosball at pine ridge and we have pvc pipe for to hold on to so not as portable or take it with you ours is ours is very concrete and stationary mm -hmm. uh but just another way to do it as well nice all right, so my next one, we are super excited to play this this summer and hopefully getting to do it during staff training. Uh, it's great because with the lifeguard shortage right now, you can play it on land, but it's still an aquatics game, and that is Human Battleship. So in our vision of this, it would be to take a volleyball net and throw a tarp over it, so that's your divide where you cannot see the other team, and participants can spread out six feet, five feet, three feet, whatever it works with your cohort and uh, launch either the sponge soaked balls that you can make or those squishy pool balls. Um, if you want to use water balloons, you can, but we're thinking more sustainable than that and launch them over the volleyball net and therefore human battleship. And once it, a... it, it hits them, they're out. Okay. That, that would be like, so instead you of sinking a whole like multiple, mm -hmm you know, multiples for a, for a ship. If you were to play the, the tabletop game of it, it would just be, you hit the one person. I am a big fan of using those squishy balls, the water balls or whatever, because water balloons hurt when you get smacked mm -hmm. in the face with those things, they're painful, but the little squishy <laughs> balls aren't too bad. You can also like cut sponges and, and yep. wind them up with rubber bands too. doesn't take you three hours to blow up a bunch of water balloons. <laughs> Yeah, you just throw them in a bucket. <laughs> so we had human foosball, human battleship. I don't have a human anything. It's just humans playing. Oh, I you don't even have human friends. <laughs> <laughs> My dog loves me. Leave me alone. My next activity would be the stay standing, sit down games. So you could do all kinds of different. So if you say, is this true or false? And you, you know, state a fact or a lie then all the kids would either put their uh they could do a a t they could with their hands or they could do an x across their chest for false and if they're wrong they sit down the others stand up and are still in the game then you go to the next one and these games are pretty quick you could do higher or lower is the you know is this number mm -hmm. for this whatever is it higher or is it lower than 50? And they give a thumbs up, thumbs down. 
Uh, my favorite though is doing like the beast one. So if you are a bear, you raise your hands above your head. If you're an eagle, you put your wings out. If you're a shark, then you put a fin up above your head. And at count of three, everybody does their animal as well as the facilitator. And if you do the same thing as a facilitator, you're out, you sit down, everybody stays standing. But there are a ton of these stay standing, sit down games. And I really like those. And you can stay socially distanced easily to do that. My next one is never have I ever, but with beans or popcorn kernels or whatever you want to throw. And so if you've ever played the game, never have I ever, usually there's one person in the middle and you have everyone else is sitting down in a chair. And so that person says, never have I ever. And they say something they've never done. Then anyone who has done something has to get up and run and find a new chair. The guy in the middle tries to find an empty chair now. And so all the chairs get filled and a new person's in the middle and it's chaos and people run into each other and they hit their head and et cetera. And it's awful. So not a good social distance game, <laughs> but never have I ever with beans is you all stay sitting and you put a large bucket in the middle. And so everyone gets the same amount of beans. So you pass out whatever, 10 beans, 20 beans, however you want to pass out. And then you, again, big circle, you play never have I ever. This time you go around the circle. So each person gets a turn. They say never have I ever. And if you have done that item, you throw your bean into the bucket. Most of them miss, no big deal. You'll pick them up later. But when you're out of beans, you're out of the game and you're done and trying to see who's left. And so kind of a fun icebreaker, but again, no one has to run around and touch each other. You're all just sitting down, separated. Cool. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> all right my next one is parachute games now i'm not thinking a very small parachute because the smaller the parachute the less social distancing there is mm. but i feel like many 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 of the parachute games that are out there with keeping objects in the parachute uh trying to get under the parachute you can easily social distance because no one changes position uh so that you are just holding on to that parachute in your spot, not moving and can easily social distance. And it makes it more of a challenge with less people on the parachute as well. Do you have a parachute? I think so. <laughs> I, I was told we do. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> You're searching for your parachute? I am. I'm looking for it so as, we, as we prep all of our stuff. Yes. My next one would be craft kits. So crafts, you can be socially distanced. But if you don't want everybody sharing materials, then the best thing to do is to make little kits for each camper. And this could be, you could do slime kits. You could do, if you're, if you're painting something, you could put paint on paper plates and each kid gets their own paint. So maybe you're painting rocks, you get friendship bracelets. If you're doing something like picture frames using those little sticks then, you know, put a marker or a couple markers and those sticks and some glue together in a craft. Yeah. Craft kits. That's what I got. Next up on my list is outdoor education. Now, first of all, outdoors. Yay. That's, that's always helpful with the social distancing part, but there's a lot of fun things you can do outdoors. Uh, one of the ones we do is we talk about trees. We go and study trees. I pass out tree cookies, let everyone see. So tree cookies are like little slices of trees. Um, everyone can see how each line is a year in the tree's life and they can see, you know, if there was ever a, 
a burn or a break or something. They, they have those scars on the trees and everything's like that, as well as new growths. They can see those on the cookies. And then I pass out these large cardboard circle pieces. They're actually cake cake holders or something. That's In fact, if you search at like restaurantstore.com for the cake holder things, they're like little cardboard things you put a cake on, I guess. I don't know. But I pass those out to the kids and then they get to make a tree cookie of their life. So they put the amount of rings on how old they are. And if, you know, a certain year was more growth, it's a wider ring or, or skinnier, they can put any scars they have in life. It's kind of a good time for kids to talk about maybe some things in their life that, that have happened that is, is not always easy to talk about, but kind of get that out there. Another outdoor ed, you can do orienteering, get some compasses. Every kid has a compass and uh, they do their social distancing that way. Tree fandexes are really cool. The, they're these little, it kind of looks like um, a set of cards almost with leaf shapes on the end that you can buy online called a tree fandex. And it leafs out and you can see all the different trees and then try and do some tree identification water rockets another fun i mean lots of outdoor ed activities that would work great for social distancing because a lot of it is the kids kind of working by themselves but in a group so they're all doing the same thing but they all have their own tools and their own stuff so they can stay doing the same stuff but still stay so socially distanced all right my next one I'm sticking with the tabletop games that are turning into to human games. So guess who is another great one. Uh, you can socially distance as if you were creating the board or even in a circle uh, and talk about, you know, pick somebody and they have to figure out who you're talking about. And this would be actually really great after your, your beans in a bucket game, Kurt, because then they kind of have that was mine. That was Chris's. That was mine. Oh, it was Chris. I'm Mark that down. That my was mind. my idea. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I, I wouldn't play that stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> but then they get to know them a little bit better. And so when you play Guess Who, you can use kind of some of those questions to, to figure out who it is. Nice. My next one is a Dutch auction. Now, I know a lot of camps play this. Um, a lot of camps don't. Uh, basically... The main idea is that you put a bunch of stuff from your cabin group into a pillowcase. Everybody takes their pillowcase to the dining hall or to an area where they're all around. And then a facilitator like Chris would say, bring me a hairpin. And they all reach into their, or I guess maybe you dump it out or you reach into the pillowcase of all the stuff that you have and you find a hairpin and take it up. But as far as a socially distanced activity, each person would have their own little bag. And so they would take things that they had and take it to your area. And each person in your cohort has their bag. And so you don't have to share and reach into the same bag that everybody else has. Yeah. My last one, uh, coloring pages. And not just like, don't go to the Dollar Tree and buy a bunch of coloring books. These are, create some coloring pages uh, of pictures of camp. And so one of the ways I've seen this online is if you, I mean, you just Google search how to make any picture, a coloring page, they give you instructions. But if you really want super cool ones, I got a bunch made on fiverr.com and people will turn any picture into a kind of a black outline or a coloring page kind of thing. 
And you can have any of your pictures of camp done like this. And so I had a bunch made up for our camp. Um, in fact, I even sell them on Patrick. So if you want just kind of campy ones of kids doing archery and things like that, I have a bunch on Patrick or get your own made. And you can have pictures of your camp turned into coloring pages and then kids can color those. Awesome. My last one is Pictionary or Charades. Again, kids can sit down or have a designated spot and one person up at a time, either acting out or drawing out their game. So, or their image, whatever they are depicting. So I think that would be a really fun one too. And, and especially with charades, people can get really into what they're acting out. So. I love charades. It's so fun. Yeah. And it's so easy too. It's such an easy like concept to, to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and my last one is Tenzi. If you've never played Tenzi, you have dice, and there is a whole book on different ways to do Tenzi. Each person has 10 dice, and depending on, give me a, a Chris, give me a, a, a Tenzi uh, rule. All, uh, one of them is all odd numbers. All odd numbers. So the kids start, uh, they, they roll their 10 dice, and they pick out the ones that are odds, and then the evens, they roll again pick out the ones that are odds and they keep going until all their dice are odds. And then they're what's that, Chris? I just say it's very, when you're finished, I was going to say it's very much like Yahtzee, except yeah, yeah. there's rules that you have to kind of different things. Yeah. So each... they, even, they even have funny ones. Like every time you roll, you have to make a barnyard noise. <laughs> so you're trying to get all the same number like Yahtzee, but every time you roll, you have to like moo like a cow or something. <laughs> right. Right. So it's a lot of fun. Each camper can have their 10 dice. And if you're on a hardwood floor or something, just have a paper plate that they roll the dice into. And they all stay socially distanced as they play. Um, and I think that is our, That's our 15. List. That's our yeah. list. We burned through those pretty quick. Uh, lots of great ideas. If you want more ideas or if you want to see these ideas kind of visually, I know this is uh, sometimes when we explain a game, it yep. it's hard in an audio format, but <laughs> as, as Kelly does all kinds of weird motions and everything explaining her game uh, left, right. <laughs> um, and so Chris and I are doing our workshop or, or we've done our workshop. Yes, it's done. And you can go to scamp-life.com to get more information on that uh, workshop that is part of the Scamp Life training portal. And you'll see all the information you need about that if you need more ideas or you want to see them visually. And as a bonus, you're going to get Chris's book, Still This. What is it? Still This? Ideas of Social Distance. Distant, I can't even say it. Distance. <laughs> and there's like 72 put, ideas in there. So I put all the ness at the end of all of my steal this books. And so the social distantness is hard to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, there is a ton of great ideas. And please go to the show notes if you missed any of those links we talked about. Otherwise, from around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Kelly and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya.